0: listening to the creative pep talk podcast and it is incredibly easy to get lost on the creative journey that's why the show exists to help you get back on the path to reaching your creative potential i'm your host andy j pizza let's get into this episode i'm just going to be completely honest with you I'm a little bit scared of January this year. <laughs> I feel like I just don't know if I can take it, you know, going in with all these hopes and dreams of this year's gonna be different. Like, when actually, most of the time, January is the same. You know, we're gonna get five days into this new year, and you're gonna have people on Twitter being like, all right close it up 2022's canceled it's the yep this one's the same as the last one like do you feel that way i feel like we put so much of our hopes and dreams and and and, and fantasies into january this year's going to be different i'm going to make more art i'm going to write that book i'm going to make a new album i'm going to get on tiktok y'all i'm posting on tiktok this year every day uh, <laughs> i'm going to be on tiktok and then you get in there and you find out this year looks exactly like the last one. It's never different. It's, you know, this year is gonna be my year, but it's not. It's just the same kind of year that it always has been. And I'm wondering if, what if, you know, what if the, we don't hate on January so much? What if January's not the problem? What if it's not the problem that January's not different? What if the fact that January is the same is actually an opportunity? If you want a fresh January that starts the new year right for you creatively, let me explain what I mean by that. January to unlock new levels of your creative potential in a totally new way. I honestly think that the first thing you got to do is you got to accept and embrace the fact that January is not different. It is the same as now. If you're listening to this and the end of December, if you're listening to this at the beginning of January, if you're listening to this in June and you're hoping July is going to be a fresh start, I actually think it totally can be as long as you see that they are completely connected, they are part of the same fabric, they are the same thing. And I want to explain the impact, What, how you can embrace that and how it can change what is possible and to do that, I got to say that, you know, January, these lines that we draw between December and January and January and February, they're they're kind of like state lines on a massive road trip. You know what I mean? Like every new year is like crossing over into a new state. You know the first time you do it the first new year's eve it's really exciting and it's just like when you're a kid and you get in the car and you're on this you're like we're gonna be driving for 13 hours today we're going to see aunt susan in texas and you get in the car you start moving and eventually you hit that first state line like wow well, man we're in georgia now boy we're really moving feeling refreshed we're getting somewhere. Things are gonna be different now. Couple hours later, you know, you've lost a little bit of steam, but boom! It's Alabama, y'all. Woo. <laughs> All right. Man, yeah. <sighs> you keep driving. Five minutes later, you're thinking, huh? Alabama sure does look a lot like Georgia. hours pass eventually you hit Mississippi you cross that state line and you don't even bat And I, cause you know, this one's gonna be the same as the last one. It's basically all Mississippi, 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 Mississippi. This one is the same as that one. Draw a line wherever you want all over this map. It's all the same thing. And of course, it actually is the same thing. It's actually true. It's all land. It's all America. It's all just the earth, these state lines that we cut up and disconnect and say, this is this and that is that. It's all just pens on paper. We made it up. It's arbitrary. And at some point, we just started internalizing and believing the lies that we created, that Mississippi really is something completely disconnected and different. That 2022 is not, it's not 2021, it's going to be totally different just in the same way that 2021 was completely different than 2020, right? No, (laughs) it wasn't. And I think, you know, when we do, we disconnect all these states and countries. I think there's some, you know, definitely some pros, but there's a lot of cons to that. As we con ourselves into thinking that these are different things. These are separate things and we don't just do it with landmass. We don't just do it with, you know, space. We do it with time. We cut up time and we miss the rhythm and the sameness and the connectedness. You know, every time I go out and do a run. Afterwards, I come back and I, like a good boy, I got to do my stretches. They taught me how to do stretches in track when I ran in middle school and I start doing my cool down. I'm doing the stretch and I've got to count them out. 20, 30 seconds, get the full stretch. Go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you're (laughs) counting all, you know, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and I can feel, this is like not cool down energy. This kind of like, anxious t- 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 cutting up of the moment and i just thought man is there a different way to do this i thought if i don't count it out i'm not going to get the full stretch i'm going to phone it in and then i thought oh i'll do what they do in yoga i will do instead of counting seconds i'll just do rounds of breath i'll do a handful of rounds of breath and i just inhale and exhale and and i do that a handful of times and then the stretch is done i think man that felt so much more natural. And it reminded me of this article that I read that said that a moment, what an actual moment is for a human, what we experience it to be, is actually what we would call three seconds. And I thought, huh, I wonder that natural little rhythm of time that space where we, where we can really be present. That's three seconds. I wonder how long a round of breath is. And so I looked it up and an inhale is roughly a second and a half. And an exhale is, you guessed it, a second and a half. And so a full round of breath is what we experience as a moment. And I just started feeling like it's no wonder we can't get the fruits of a moment when we've cut them up into threes. Think about it. We've drawn state lines through the moment. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And it becomes impossible to get a moment out of a third of a moment. It's as unsatisfying as trying to feed a family of three with a personal pan pizza with one slice. You can't do it. And so I, I start to think like, what if the reason we can't get What we want out of January is because we have cut this thing up. We've tried to get a year's worth of change, a year's worth of hopes and dreams out of a 12th of a year. What if we can't get what we want out of January's exhale because we have cut it off and divided it from December's inhale? It's all kind of trippy man but i hope that you can see this connection and if you want to start well it is deeply connected to ending well you know i think about michael jordan he had this game five legendary game where he supposedly had the flu and he played through it and beat The Utah Jazz with this crazy performance and everyone was like, this guy is a legend. But only recently did it come out that he maybe didn't have the flu, but actually was hungover. And all of a sudden, it's so much less inspiring because it's not someone overcoming themselves. It's it's someone... Getting in the way of themselves when they know better. Athletes know how you start today is directly related to how you ended yesterday. And so we go into the new year thinking, oh, this is going to be different. This is going to, everything's going to change. But what did we change now? What did we change before? How did we inhale To exhale how we wanted to because it's a rhythm, it's connected, it's all Mississippi. And so if you have high hopes for the next month, for the next six months, for the new year, how are you ending this year? And I want to recommend that you do so with a huge inhale of really, truly creatively fresh air. My friend Lisa Congdon told me about how she was really inspired when she realized that inspired, inspiration, actually that language is directly related to inhaling. That inspiration was about breathing in lots of good stuff. If you don't feel inspired, maybe it's because you haven't breathed in enough fresh air from your life, enough fresh air from your creative tastes. And so if you want to have this glorious exhale in January, here's what I recommend you do. I recommend at this end of December that you take seriously ending well by inhaling fresh air when was the last time that you consumed something new that really brought you alive you know i think we get into these ruts where we're consuming the same stuff we've always consumed and it gets to be a little bit like that that stale recycled air on an airplane you're just breathing the same thing in and out, in and out, in and out. And you wonder why, you know, you get out of the airplane feeling groggy and feeling like tired but uh, wired. And that I feel like that's how, often how I'll feel in my creative practice. Like, ah, it's just the same thing over and over because you're recycling the same inspiration. You got to take some risks. So for me, that's meant, you know, going and challenging myself with some new shows that are a little bit outside of what I usually watch. And maybe you got to risk it might not work. It might be bad. But if it's good, you know, you get this thing, like I've been watching Made on Netflix and it's kind of hurting me. It's reminding me of some things from my past, but it's, it's inspired me. I'm inhaling this fresh air, this fresh creative inspiration. And the same goes for, you know, I went, I started going through one of my favorite music publications, uh, top hundred songs. And every couple songs, I'm like, I hate this. But then I came across this song called Hard Drive by Cassandra Jenkins and just was moved to tears. And just like, I've listened to that song so many times since then. And I've just felt like, man, I want to make a music video to this. I want to respond. I want to participate. I want to exhale after I have breathed in this glorious, fresh air. And so if you want January to be that explosion, that exhale, you've got to take the inhale seriously. You know, my son the other night was just on fire. He was just like his best self. He was high, not, my son wasn't high. He's a young boy. He was high on life. You know, he was just bursting. He was just exhaling the best kind of energy. And I asked him why, and it was because he had made a new friend that he really connected with. And I just said, you know, it's really important to Take note of the things that make you feel like this. And so the first thing I want you to do is I want you to prioritize right now. If you want the exhale of the next month to be great, to be fresh, you've got to take in fresh stuff right now because they're all the same thing. So look at, I want you to think about when are the times, and you'll be blown away by how often we don't prioritize when are the times that you feel high on life. For me, it's a, you know, a conversation over coffee, you know, getting older, I feel like I prioritize or what becomes more natural is like after the workday, grabbing a drink with somebody and that can be fun, but I forgot that, you know, the thing that makes me Through the moon, the thing that's really a massive inhale is an inspiring conversation in the morning over coffee, especially during the pandemic. That just kind of fell by the wayside. And so I'm in this December. I am going to be prioritizing that kind of inhale, even if I got to do it over Zoom. And so the first thing I want you to do, the first thing that I am trying to do, that I want us to do together is to really prioritize Inhaling. So, ending well in December, we're really talking about doing some inner work, getting the inner stuff right and and fresh, so that the outer stuff, so the expression of that, can be fresh and and new, right? And so we're going to be talking about three different things that all have to do with that kind of creative inner work before we have the creative outer work. So the first one was inhale. The second one is going to be tune in. So as I'm working on this and I'm thinking about the, the connection between December and January and really embracing the fact that time isn't cut up in these kind of vertical lines, it's actually a horizontal timeline. I had a friend, Kendall Hillegas, uh, illustrator, sent me an episode of this podcast called Throughline which is Through Lines, it's exactly about that. It's about how the present is related to the past and they explore, it's an NPR show, these things from the past that really are impacting us right now. And it was just totally relevant. And the reason she sent it to me is because it was all about Radiohead making the album Kid A. And she's listened to the podcast for a long time and knows that I I get angry about artists Making Kid A the pinnacle, the 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 model of creative success. And if you're not a, a Radiohead fan, if you didn't follow all that, essentially the kind of lore goes that, you know, Radiohead has this massive kind of mainstream hit, OK Computer, and gets hailed as like the greatest rock band alive. And they follow it up with this album that is completely experimental and electronic and and pushes the envelope, and they reinvent themselves with this super risky, super bold move with the next album, Kid A. And it's really, you know, in the circles that I grew up in, it was really seen as, like, that is... Good art. That's what the good artist does. And I just wanted to be clear. I actually like that album. And I think it's really cool what they did. What really, you know, why I get worked up and frustrated with it sometimes is I think that maybe we learned the wrong lesson from Kid A. And the lesson that we take away is listen to Radiohead. Listen to what Radiohead did. And as I'm listening to this podcast, I'm hearing that what they did that made this such a good move for them Isn't that they followed the rule of you should always reinvent yourself, you should never repeat yourself, you should always take risks. It might have been a little bit of that, but that's not the reason they made this album. The reason they made this album was after all of the craziness of the tour of OK Computer, they got the band together and they didn't listen to the creative dogma of you should either stay in your lane or reinvent yourself or this or that. They listened to themselves. They took stock. In this episode, they talk about the conversations they had about how they were feeling creatively and how they were feeling as humans in that moment. And so I just get I get frustrated with Kid A because I think – what happens is we think we got to listen to what Radiohead did when really we need to be tuning in and listening to ourselves. You know, we talk a lot about uh, taste on this show. It's about uh, creating to your own taste. It's about listening to your own impulses and and the way that creative work makes you feel and really tuning into that. And one way to think about it is if you're a musician, if you are an artist, if you have something to say, who is going to listen to you if you won't listen to yourself? Do you tune in to what's going on with you? And when you listen to them tell the story of how Kid A was made and why they made it, it came from a place of listening to how they were feeling as humans, which was anxious, which was suspicious. It was right in the year 2000 where the 90s was like the mainstream media and and culture was kind of painting the 90s as like, we've done it. Like we invented the internet. We have found world peace. This is like, we've solved all of the social problems. It's just a matter of time until it, we're in a utopia. And actually underneath all of that, the members of Radiohead were uh, feeling this deep suspicion, like something was lurking around the corner. And in this episode of Throughline, line, they talk about kid a, And this everything's in its right place, suspicion and anxiety and paranoia, almost being prophetic to how we're living now. And you even hear, you know, things about climate change in that album and people not listening about it and and all these, just all these little anxieties. And I think the reason why this reinvention didn't fall flat was less to do with the fact that it was a bold, risky reinvention and more to do with the fact that it was authentically felt and it gave name and space for the way that lots of people were feeling that they didn't even know they were feeling. And I think that is the role of the artist to tune in to themselves tune out the world and be true to that. And so in this moment, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to say, okay, we, I know we've been in a crazy season of this TV show called Earth. It's been a crazy time. And, and there's a million different takes on how things have been and what we should be feeling. But what are we actually feeling? And that actually might be, yeah, sure, it might be terror, it might be dread, but tuning into your truth might be that the pandemic— has been the best couple years of your life. Some people feel that way. There are people with severe social anxiety or there are people who need to approach life. They're sensitive people and they need to approach it in a sensitive way at a slower pace in the way that it's been. Like tuning into your truth might be owning the fact that you're feeling different than 99% of the world. And giving word to that, if you will tune into that and create and channel that energy into your creative work, you are going to be naming something for all the other people that are feeling that and don't even realize it. And so I think the second thing you've got to do is listen to yourself. If you want anybody to listen to you, and, and pay attention to your creative work in January or in July or in 2025, you've got to see that it's going to be deeply connected to you tuning in and listening to yourself right now. Okay, so you've inhaled, you've tuned in. What did you find? You need the third one, insight. What is your insight from 2021? How are you going to carry that forward? You know, I think it's important that you name it. Talked about this a few times on the show that there's this incredible study around how, you know, the old ancient epic poems would talk about the redness of the sea. And we would be like, what? <laughs> why, would they, why would they think that the sea was red? But in fact, what, what what it was, was they didn't have the word blue. And we found that when you don't have the word, when you haven't named it, you can't see it. You can give people cultures now that don't have a word for blue and show them 10 green circles with uh, or green squares with one blue square in there and they can't find it because you can't see what you don't name. And if you want 2022 to be fresh and new and not just a repeat, then you're going to have to figure out what did I learn or you're going to have to learn the same thing over and over and over again. You know, in that episode of Throughline, they talk about Radiohead's Kid A just naming the anxiety, the, the low level suspicion and unease about kind of this huma- humanity, America celebrating like conquering life. And all these songs were giving a face to that feeling. And Tom York says, you know, you got to name something to take take its power. And I actually think you there's so much power from naming it. And so the third thing you got to do is is name your insight. Have some clarity of that inner sight. Like what do you see? So what I want you to do is I want you to look over the year. And I want you to right now, it, when you think of 2021, 20, it probably feels like looking at static, like just like 2021 hazy. what ah, it was a blur? Just what the heck was going on? And that's probably how people felt when they originally looked at the night sky. But eventually you see like, oh, these aren't just random dots and blips. These there's a pattern here. You start instead of drawing a line through, you know, cutting them up, you draw it through it. You say that's a constellation, all of a sudden it starts to become clear. And so can you pick out the dots? Can you pick out the formative moments? Can you pick out the mistakes as well as the breakthroughs and draw a line through them and connect them and name them so you can see them and use them going forward? Another podcast episode that was really inspiring to me lately is from the podcast In Writing. Georgia Pritchett was on that show she is a writer British television writer for succession and uh, and veep and a whole bunch of other stuff she's it just seems absolutely brilliant I just was like man this person is so incredible she has a new book out called the best title I've ever heard it's called <laughs> my Mess is a bit of a life absolutely. That That's uh, me. I feel so seen by her naming my, my life as well as her book, and it's a memoir. And she talked about, you know, like getting thrown into this job on the first day and the boss telling her like, hey, I want it to feel a little bit like this thing, a little bit like this thing, go write the first draft of the script. And she didn't know any of the things that he'd referenced, and she didn't have access to the internet. And she was just like, you know, that feeling in the first day at work when you're in the deep end and you're just in pure terror. Well, she was writing about characters getting interrogated in terror. She was in terror. It was interrogated. They were, she just channeled it. She said instead of, she looked out the window and she's like, I just want to run and never turn back. But instead she took that, she she took an inhale probably. She tuned into the terror that she was feeling, and she channeled it into the episode. She used it. You can only do that. You can only channel your experience if you are in tune with it and ha- and be able to name it. And then she said something that stopped me in my tracks, and I thought, man, this is powerful. She said, as these characters that she was writing were being interrogated, of course, they're all lying. And she said, you can find out a character's real truth when they lie by writing their lies. Like, what are they lying about? What are they scared of, you know, coming out into the open? And so she would write these characters lying, and and she felt like she was just getting to know them in the most intimate ways. And so I'm going to give you some homework to ask yourself, what, what was your lie in your creative practice in 2021. <laughs> <I'm> getting, <laughs> it's getting real in here, man. And I'm going to share mine. If I'm going to ask you to do it, I'm going to do it too. You know, if we want to see what, our, what we want our truth to be in 2022, if we want to live into that, we're going to have to face what our lie was in 2021. And as I'm looking back and I'm connecting the dots and I'm seeing the constellation of the insight and trying to name it, the lie of my character in 2021 was, I can skip breaks. I can say yes to everything. I can do it all. And just repeatedly, you know, there were there were weeks we had scheduled off of the podcast and I thought, you know what? Let's cram one in there. Like we can definitely make that happen, but it sacrificed other things and it always does. And yet I still continue to believe the lie that I can skip breaks, I can say yes to everything and I can do it all. Yeah, I'll take on that client project. I'll take on this thing. I'll say yes to that. I'll say yes to them. I'll say, I'll, you know, all of those things. Is a complete lie. I can't do all that because every single yes is a no to something else, and that could be more important things like your mental health or your relationships, right? Or your or if you say yes to this project, you know your own personal project that actually has a lot more weight to it. You have to phone it in over there, and so identifying that lie in 2021 means that i can live the truth in 2022 that says i can't skip breaks i need breaks i have to say no to some things because i can't do it all that's my insight and yours might be you know you're clinging to an old dream that didn't work out when something fresh is happening and you're lying to yourself saying, no, I can do both of these. Or maybe it's you're you're lying to yourself saying, you know, I need this thing to work when you know, like, if you embrace this other thing, you would just come to life. What's the lie? What is the lie? How can you name it when you name it? you will be able to have power over it and you'll be able to, you will be able to start fresh in the new year. Okay, so yeah, that's that's it. This episode is about inner work. It's about doing the inside job. This show is usually about the outer work. It's usually about going out there, kicking some butt, making stuff happen but but on this episode I needed a change of pace and maybe that feels a little unnatural for you feels unnatural for me but I honestly think that it's really important so don't forget you know do your big end of the year inhale prioritize those things that make you feel high on life take in that fresh air you're probably recycling the same inspirations that you've had since you were a child it's just not gonna cut it and so if you wanna have that big explosive New Year moment, you wanna have that massive exhale of just great fresh stuff, you've gotta inhale some fresh stuff in this December. Second thing, so inhales, number one, two is tune in. Find some time and space to tune in. You know, it, it it doesn't matter if you reinvent yourself in 2022. It doesn't matter if you don't. It doesn't matter if you stay the course. None of that matters. What matters is that it's authentic to who you are and where you are and what's going on on the inside of you. It's your job to give name and face to Whatever it is you're experiencing. And if you do that, it will deeply connect whether you're reinventing yourself or not. So the second thing is tune in. The third thing is insight. You've got to have, you've got to name what is the insight from last year so you don't have to learn the same lesson over and over again. How can you figure out, like, what lie was I living? What can I overcome in terms of being honest with myself? What's the cave I fear to enter? The, the lie that I am afraid to face, that's where the treasure you seek is hiding. The, yeah, so one inhale, two tune in, three insight. It's all inner work, baby. It's all the inside job. and uh, and, and remember, it's all Mississippi. It's all the same thing. December and January and February, March, they're all the same land. It is a rhythm. It is a round of months. It's not a line. The year, they don't go straight out into the distance forever. They come back around. December always leads to January. They're all part of the same fabric of time. And January will be just... Like December, and that's only bad if December's bad. If you end well, it's great news because you're gonna start well too. All right, I hope that helps you end well. Uh, next, we're gonna we're gonna take a week off next week, the week of Christmas. 2021 and we're going to come back right before the new year with a new year primer episode we're going to start taking action and doing some of the outer work it's going to be the exhale of this inhale we're going to talk about how to approach your creative practice in a fresh way because the rules are changing all the time and if you're not approaching it in a fresh way it's going to be stale we're going to get into that i'm super pumped about that i've got another a story to tell of something really stupid that i did which uh um yeah you'll have to wait for it that'll be on 346. massive thanks to yoni wolf and the band y for our theme music we actually used some other y songs in here you're gonna hear a little bit more of those also thanks to alex sugg for our soundtrack volume one thanks to sophie miller ryan appleton Kendall Hilgis for content assistant inspiration, massive thanks to our podcast network, my podcast network, the Coloop podcast network. We make creative podcasts that fuel your creativity. Massive shout out to all of you for all the, uh, all, you know, it's awesome to see your Spotify wrapped and see, uh, so many of you listen to so much of this podcast really, really means a lot. And I hope that you have a great end of the year. And until we speak again, stay pepped up.